Yeah. Uh, no, no, I got to go to the steak area, too. Grab a couple of steaks and <laughs> come home and sous vide some of that stuff, too. You're texting me, Alan, how long does it take a missile to get from, from Cuba to here? Do you think I have enough time to smoke something? I mean, smoke my meat. Sorry, not, not smoke something else. <laughs> uh, mushrooms? <laughs> The 2OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world, Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 36. This episode of the 2OC, we talk about rocket conspiracies, Disney World news, and what did I buy? I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Hey, Anton. How was your week? Uh, I don't know, but what what did you buy? Uh, <laughs> this, this is really dumb, but... How do I put it? I was at Target. And you know those Norelco razors? Like the, the, electron, the electric ones? The ones mm-hmm. that have like, the pivoting head and all that? Yeah. They're usually like $130. Yeah, usually around there. Yeah, it depends what model you get. They so the Morocco came up with these uh, Star Wars ones. Ah, uh, like ba- nice. The basic model it looks like a little R two D two skin, mm-hmm. and the more advanced one, the hundred thirty dollar one, is the it's called the Poe Dameron model, which just which doesn't have his face or anything on it. It just looks like a like a rebel razor. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I was like, that's stupid. Why would I want to buy that? Yeah. And then I saw it was 50% off. <laughs> hey, I think it's cool. I don't know what you're and, talking uh, about. No, but I'm saying, like, why would you buy a Razor just because it's Star Wars? But then I'm like, damn it, 50% off. I haven't <laughs> wanted one. Uh-huh. Damn it, fine. So I ended up buying, getting it for 50% off. Mm-hmm. So that brought me down to 65 bucks, Plus the 5% uh, red card stuff. Uh, on Amazon, it's called Philips Norelco Special Edition Star Wars Poe Wet and Dry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, put, they put the pause at the wrong spot? <laughs> no, no, I'm just pausing at the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, okay. No, because you know something like when, the, when the title kind of cuts off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the wet and dry razors. So I was like, damn it, all right, fine, whatever, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you guys want to be like Alan... You can probably click on the link to purchase this thing. Probably. Yeah. I'll post it up on our social media. Cool. Um, yeah, so how was your week? Uh, not too bad. I've been, you know, hanging out with family. I got a cousin that came from California, and we took her to, well, not really take, more like drop off. <laughs> yeah, we dropped her off at a couple of locations. She wanted to check out Animal Kingdom, of course. Uh, okay. She wanted to see Pandora. And it's her first time here, uh, actually second time, but this is her first time at Disney World. So what did she do the first time? Uh, first time we went Universal because she's a big Harry Potter. Oh, okay. That was and her she's, priority. She's a very big Harry Pothead, uh, you know. Oh, God. Person. <laughs> yeah, so uh, before the whole Hollywood getting the Harry Potter land that you guys have over there at mm-hmm. Universal... Uh, they opened it here before that. So that's why she was here before. And she got a chance to see Diagon Alley and everything um, the last time. So this time mm-hmm. it's just strictly Disney. So she did 
quite a bit of research. I didn't really tell her much. Uh, I try to see if you know she's able to find out things that I don't know about. Uh, okay. But pretty much, you you don't want to you don't want to uh, you call it, block her research or mess with her research. Yeah, I want to see you know what kind of what type of researcher she is. You know, that's just good science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> it, it seems like she she did a pretty good job uh, trying to figure out the all the latest stuff. So um, there was a couple of things that I knew about that I totally forgot, and you're familiar with Dole Whip, right? Yeah. And uh, for a very long time, they haven't really done anything new with Dole Whip in uh, Disneyland at California or the Magic Kingdom here. Mm-hmm. What was the last thing that you heard about Dole Whip? It's just Dole Whip by <sighs> I itself? I heard something or? last summer. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I, I know they were trying to do something both here. I think they're trying to bring back the... Because in, in Florida, they have the orange one, right? Yeah, they have the orange one. And uh, I, I personally like it because it's very bitter. Uh, yeah. It tastes more of the orange taste to it. And it, it's it's a swirl. So basically, you get the vanilla soft serve too. So mm-hmm. it's like a, a orange creamsicle. Yeah, I heard. I thought I heard that they are going to try to bring that to Disneyland here. But I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, I don't think so, uh, but uh, it would totally make sense, too, because, I mean, it's Orange County over there also, too, as well as here. So, uh, but anyways, um, one of the new things that they did uh, with Dole Whip is they have a new uh, edition called Pineapple Upside Down Cake with Dole Whip. Oh, that's just, just the name sounds like I just got like 100 calories. Yeah. And it looks pretty good. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and send you the picture right here so you can take a look. Uh, so while you're sending that, here at California Adventure, they finally shut down uh, Paradise Pier. Yeah, I was going to get to that. <laughs> oh, it, well, it was, it was just insane, though. <laughs> yeah, so uh, last or yeah, last week, Paradise Pier had their last day, and I think it was probably one of the busiest days of the year. Okay, so... Do you think it was poor planning or do you think it was uh, one last thank you to the pass holders? Because they did it the same week the pass holders were allowed to come back. The SoCal ones. I think it was the thank you type of thing because they had to do this during off season and this is the perfect off season because all the, the kids are going back to school. Yeah. Um, but there are some college kids that are still out of school until the end of the month. But, you know. Uh, well, because cause I saw my friend Julie because she wanted to go. And I was like, um, it's already crazy enough the first week the, the SoCal pass holders get to come back. Like last year, like she got a migraine from yeah. just like trying to walk through the crowd. Like it was, it was just insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aerial ride, which is like, I mean, the Little Mermaid ride, which is usually like a walk on ride or at the most 15 minutes was over an hour wait. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So I was like. So I was talking about, can you imagine that many people at the pier? And she goes, yeah, no, F it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just sent you a picture. What do you think? Well, it looks pretty good to me. That's not. It's like a, the pie, pie out of the mode. It's up with the it's like strawberry shortcake kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of like that. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, my cousin loves it. She said it was very good. But she wasn't a, a big fan of the, the uh, orange swirl as much as I am. You know what? This this is only good, or it could be way better if they make it fresh or they serve it on a warm piece of bread. Yeah. 
So, eh, yeah. I mean, I'll try it. Yeah. I'm not going to hate on it. I'll try it. Yeah. And, and there's an, also another thing that uh, is very interesting. Uh, it, at the Beauty and the Beast uh, Castle, or Beast's Castle uh, restaurant called uh, Be Our Guest. Uh-huh. Yeah, at uh, Disney World, uh, Magic Kingdom. Right. They have this dessert called the Gray Stuff. And basically, it's a cupcake with, like, uh, the Gray Stuff on top. And you can get the Gray Stuff with, like, pretty much every single dessert that they have. And if you're not really into the sweet tooth, but you do want to try the Gray Stuff, they can just put the Gray Stuff on a plate and give it to you so you can try it. Like on the uh, side. Yeah, on the side. Uh, but uh, I, I guess in California, they also did their own rendition of it. Uh, with the gray stuff, but they add like you know uh, chocolate crumbles on top with uh, I think Ooh. red velvet or something on top too. Uh, so it looks a little different, but I think the taste is probably very similar. Uh, I haven't really tasted one in California yet, but um, yeah, there there are some similarities between the gray stuff. It's delicious. Okay, okay. so speaking say. of speaking about red velvet, mm-hmm. are you a big fan of it, or you think it's a little overhyped? The gray stuff or the red velvet? Red velvet. Uh, it's just red. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. When I, cause I made it, I made it once and I was like, that's all it is. It's literally dark, like dark chocolate and coke. No, not dark chocolate, just cocoa powder and then red dye. It, yeah. It's just how you would make like a, uh, uh, regular chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just red. Just make sure you use a, not butter. Yeah. But, uh, oh my God. What's it called? Cream, cream cheese. Yeah. Cream cheese. Frosting. Uh, frosting yeah yeah it's something different it's just just more sweet and heavy yeah so let, let's get a little bit more into uh paradise pier for example um uh, did we talk t- about this in the show the renovation the Pixar yeah. Pier? yeah yeah we did we talked about it yeah so we just talked vaguely about it so like i guess at the very last day of the whole um you know getting into the new stuff they had that uh, really long line just to get those drinks that you should get at. Which one? Uh, the grotto. Oh, okay. The, mm-hmm. the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, you know what? Is it Ariel Grotto or is it the other one? The, the something Co- Paradise Cove or whatever. I I don't know. It's been a while. I haven't been there. Yeah, but I mean they're right next to each other. So yeah, mm-hmm. but no, that I want to say something Cove. But mm-hmm. yeah, that one. It's great drinks. Surprisingly, not that expensive considering you're at Disneyland. Yeah, very surprising. And they give you a good amount. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I they close it down, but I have suspicion they're they're closing that one down to expand it. Mm-hmm. Because it's very very popular. Yeah, I remember back in the day when that place didn't have a lot of people. No, now you. Huh? Yeah, the, it's on the a, whole on an, vlogging and, and and social media that really hypes it. Well, it's not even that, but. I would say on an average day, it's probably no more than like a fifteen minute wait. And very, very rarely have I seen it beyond that. Oh, I've, I've, um, my cousin usually goes, and it's a little beyond that. Well, especially because yeah. you're you're going on regular days on the weekends. Yeah, on weekdays. It's probably like uh, an hour. Oh uh, hell no! Well, that, yeah. that's that's the whole park though. On the weekends, everything's like over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Well, well, let me crack this open before we start. There we go. All right, what are you drinking today? I am drinking, because I was going to bring up some topics, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I better bring a Hawaiian beer, 
But I hmm. drank my Hawaiian beer last episode. <laughs> yeah, you did. So I got something called King uh, from King Harbor King Harbor Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. It's called Tiki Hut IPA. Oh, Tropical IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, this is not from, from Hawaii. I think it's from Colorado. Let's see here. Colorado. Oh, no. Redondo Beach. Oh, it's local. Yeah, okay. Close enough. But yeah, Tiki theme. So at least I'm meeting Hawaii halfway mm-hmm. when we're talking about the topics after Disney. Yeah. So for me, I'm drinking a yo- strawberry yogurt um, drink from a boba place called Tea Bar. It's Tea Bar with two A's. Oh, speaking of boba. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so tomorrow I'm driving all the way down to Laverne because mm-hmm. my old coworker, she's opened up her own boba shop. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, uh, Ding Tea. Mm-hmm. Ding Tea. Yes, Ding Tea. Yeah. Oh, and it's a 7.5% alcohol, so... Yay for day drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to have a fun drive tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I can get up early and go hiking before then, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, other than our drinks, um, I sent you a link for the Spider-Man trailer. Now, this isn't the Spider-Man that is part of the MCU, but this is more of an animation from Sony Pictures or Sony Animation Studios. Is this? I, I think you mentioned it before. Is this the one with the uh, what's his name? Um, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Yeah, Miles. <coughs> I think it's him, but there are other people in there too. Okay, uh, let me watch this while I drink my delicious beer. I love okay. the citrus notes. Damn you, Chrome! <laughs> Goddamn ad. You know what? Just for that, Wix.com, I'm not going to your website. This morning I woke up in the fortress of distortion. I'm in war with my emotions. So how many of us are there? Okay. A little vague. So this is a world where either it's going to be multidimensional where a bunch of Spider-Mans are coming like coming in, coming through to his world or a world where the radioactive spiders are starting to bite different people. <clears throat> yeah, I'm curious to see if this is based on like one of the comics series. Like the, the story is pulled from the comics. Yeah, and I kind of like the whole um, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse. Uh, I mm-hmm. remember there was a a series based on it on uh, on TV and uh, it also released on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. 
I forgot what the name of it, but uh, there was also a video game called Shadow Dimensions. Mm-hmm. They had a, a bunch of different uh, Spider-Mans. There was like a 1970 or something like that, like more of like a a yeah noir they, they, style Spider-Man. Yeah, they they some some video games come up with like those like anthologies to kind of pull in their different versions of their characters. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, but the animation looks great. It's very kind of like Matrix Reloaded. Or no, what's the other one? Uh, there's the Halo. I don't know, but it's very anime-ish looking. Like the well, whole style the, of the action. Well, it definitely has a lot of production value to it. So mm-hmm. that looks really good. Even just like his, uh, his eyes for his mask. Mm-hmm. I like the like the, the opiescence. Op- yeah. Opalescence. There you go. Yeah, and it looks like it, it won't be released until December 2018. This is a little early for a trail or teaser trailer. Which, but, I mean, it, it looks pretty much done unless they're going, like, it's going to be multiple uh, kind of episodes in a way, or it's going to be one long movie. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. It looks so cool. Yeah, no, I'm down. I definitely mm-hmm. want to see it. Mm-hmm. So I've been wanting to see... Um, What's that movie called? The Darkest Hour? Mm-hmm. But not a lot of theaters have it now. <laughs> uh, that's the one where... Um, uh, it's uh, Gary Churchill. Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because no, uh, I think if I see it before January 20th, I get a free ebook if I see it through Regal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the only one I... The, the only Regals around here that are playing it is in Long Beach or Irvine. <laughs> so I'm like, God damn it. It's not that far. No, but I mean to watch. Uh, I guess I can go to the Irvine one. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want. I don't want to go to Long Beach. We always go to the Long Beach one uh, when we're younger. It's the safe side of Long Beach. <laughs> it's the Cypress uh, Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because yeah, we go to the, we, we, the that theater is close to the the Air Force Base. Yeah, and that one's got. Uh, in and out there, Chick Fil A. They got Lucille's Barbecue. That was the first uh, shopping center I tried Chick Fil A. Yeah, same here. I yeah. think it was the first time that they uh, brought uh, Chick Fil A in our area. Mm. All right, Anton. Do you mind if I get a little? Uh, oh, what's his name? Ah, damn it! Look at his name now. So while you're thinking about the name, there was uh, uh, two things I want to talk about because it has something to do with California. And, and uh, here too is um, well. Uh, first off, uh, Epcot at Disney World here is having yeah. a uh, festival of the arts. I think. Uh, let me double check to see the exact name for it. Uh, it is. Oh, oh Fe- is yeah. this what? You, Sorry, is this we talked about a couple couple months ago. The one where they they they're bringing like different artists, not artists up like plays. No, that's Fringe. Fringe is also... Uh, do- yeah, in Orlando, Fringe is also doing like a, a winter type of thing too. They started this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cool. They had it last week. I didn't get a chance to go see it because um, at family in town. But it right. already ended. It was like a mini Fringe type of thing. Uh, but yeah, at Epcot, uh, they have Festival of the Arts. Um, for this, they're doing visual culinary and performing arts so you can enjoy a little bit of everything at this festival and they got really amazing foods like um uh deconstructed blt so you got the regular uh 
bacon lettuce tomato but it's like done in a way where it doesn't even look like a BLT sandwich it just looks like uh, someone just cooked it up in the lab and it just looks very scientific and elegant looking I was like all right Alan you have to use these ingredients but you can't make it a sandwich I'll just turn it into a salad just a salad with lettuce and bacon bits (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm not very creative guys just so you know yeah, and they got some uh, pretty cool-looking tacos. Um, this is called Tacos de Puerro. Puerco? It's uh, two corn tortillas with slow-roasted pork shoulder marinated in ancho paste. Oh, puerco. Puerco. Puerco? Okay. Yeah, that pork. Yeah, yeah. so served with uh, sweet plantain puree and garnished with pea tendrils. Yeah, so it sounds pea- a little delicious. Pea tendrils? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, the end of the pea that you don't really use. Yeah, I, I was say I wanted the, the pea plant, not, <laughs> not yeah. something else. Yeah, they also got okay. uh, hummus truffle that you can dip in with like uh, uh, chips or something like that. And yeah, dude, they got some really good looking stuff. Oh, and something I would like to try is Calpico yogurt strawberry swirl sake. It's like an icy. Well, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, okay. Break it down again. Calpico. Okay. Yogurt. It, it, okay. You, you had Calpico before, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so it's a Calpico is a yogurt drink. It's strawberry mm-hmm. flavored. And it's a, a, kind of like a swirl um, okay. icy. But mixed with sake, of course. I mean, it's a, kind of like a, a, a margarita slushy. Yeah, but sake. Yeah, not that. That's down. Yeah, sake. So, sake is a type of wine. I'm down. <laughs> it's like Actually, a, a, a rice, a rice wine. Well, beer. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's, it's a gra- it's grain based. Mm-hmm. And we had that discussion way before. Yeah, and there's something that I would <clears> like <throat> to try. It is called uh, Trio of Savory Croissant Donuts. So it's basically, uh, uh, oh, buttery donuts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it looks like a donut, but uh, it's very flaky in the middle like a croissant and uh it's savory so there's there's one that has like um let me see uh whippish borzen garlic and fine herbs cheese Uh, so basically it's a a cheese sandwich and then there's a chicken salad with shaved fennel and fresh herbs and then there's one that's probably your would be something that you would like to try which is spicy tuna with wasabi and seaweed salad down so yeah. down. Yeah. Looks really good. Uh, so since I'm already talking about this, are you going to check out the Food and Wine Festival at uh, DCA? Um, this year it's uh, going to be on March something. <laughs> I forgot. I saw it earlier. It was March something. I'm going to try. The thing is, most of the stuff happens during oh, the day. March 2nd. Yeah, so mm-hmm. what, what, what day is that following? Starts March 2nd? March, yeah, starts on March 2nd, and they're having a couple of uh, uh, celebrity chefs, but you would have to uh, res- uh, put a, put down a reservation for it. So we got chefs like uh, Guy Fieri, if you're into the Fieri, uh, and mm. Robert Irvine. Okay. Um, okay, so that's a Friday. Usually it's like two weeks, isn't it? Or is it the whole month this time? Uh, it's all the way to April twelfth. Oh goddamn. Mhm. Okay. 
Well, the thing is, most of the stuff happens during the day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I work, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, maybe I'll take one day off or whatever to check it out. I know mm-hmm. they have these, like, um, uh, how can I put it? Like, kind of vouchers you can buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, it's like a, you pay 60 bucks, but they give you, like, little voucher tabs you can use. Like, oh, this is good for one food item, or this is good for two, uh, two drinks or something like that. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that, but mm, I'll see. Yeah, you should check out the the whole um, event sheet that they have here on uh, on this website. I'll send you a link later, and probably you can put it on the notes too. But uh, uh, yeah, it has uh, quite a bit of stuff that you can uh, do. So hopefully you can check that out. Will do. All right, that's I'm about to get a little Alex Jones ish. Oh no! With my conspiracies. All right. So, did you hear about SpaceX's launch uh, for the classified uh, spy satellite? Well, not spy satellite, but classified government satellite. Yeah, it was by uh, Northrone Grumman. Uh, Grumman. Uh, Grumman. Sorry. It's. I don't. I think they, they probably Zuma. designed it. Yeah, it's yeah, a project. It's, project Zuma. Yeah. yeah, Project Zuma. Right. So this launch, I think it's come from Florida, right? Uh, yes, it, it was, here, here's the funny thing, I went to, uh, I, I went to Kennedy Space Center that same day, and I was telling Julie, I was like, I wish they can shoot something up on the weekend so we can, you know, come out here and see it, and right. we left at 6 o'clock, they shot the rocket at 7.30. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's, they were going to announce it because it's classified. Yeah. Um, they were they they they're not even allowed to show pictures of the satellite. They can only show pictures of, I think the agreement was they can post videos of the rocket landing and the rocket taking off, but they can't announce any information or anything beyond that. Yeah. So, because I mean, SpaceX is a very transparent company, so of course they have to like, well, yeah, we know you want to share this information. We're gonna let you, but we're only gonna let you share this part and this part. You can't say any other information. Mm-hmm. This was on the seventh, so yeah, it was on a Sunday. Yeah, so last Sunday mm-hmm. we're recording. This, we're recording this on the fourteenth. That happened on the seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first, the the rocket launch, the first section went fine. The first stage went fine. Then they said something went wrong with the second stage. It didn't detach, and the satellite was lost, or the package was lost. I didn't hear them say that in in the in the stream. It, it, that's what that's what the first thing like CNN, um, so, several like like my apps whatever started notifying me like rocket that rocket payload lost something like something went wrong and it didn't detach. Mm-hmm. And there's I think there's some updates are showing that like de- there's there's some debris found or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. <laughs> you don't believe it. Yeah, because okay, so here here's what I I saw. Okay, so they had the whole stream with uh, the process of the um, the rocket going up, uh, hitting max Q, uh, getting the pressure, um, you know, um, stabilized, and then detaching the uh, the bottom part to go back, and then after that, when it landed, everybody was clapping. But nobody really talked to anything about uh, what happened after, of course, because they're not allowed to. But um, right. yeah, 
from what I saw on the streaming, everybody was happy with what they did. But I guess the second part of it, we didn't really get to see a whole lot of that. Yeah, no. So th- that's the part that kind of puts a red, like, like it starts ringing alarms in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, really? As soon as we pre- pretty much the people on the ground can't see the satellite anymore. That's when it gets, it gets lost. Like the rocket didn't blow up. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it, that would have been visible. Nothing blew up. So I'm like, how perfect would it have been to the best way to keep a satellite secret is to say it no longer exists. Yeah. I don't think it even blew up. That's the thing. They, they never said, they never said blew up. Yeah. They and- said that they said the second stage failed mm-hmm. and the satellite is lost. Yeah, and another really interesting thing is they're asking all of the companies are involved with this. Uh-huh. No one's commenting. Nope, they're not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really... I think the only thing that SpaceX said was that they were not going to make a comment at the time. Mm-hmm. They were just going to confirm that the first stage worked as they wanted, but everything else, they were going to do a full investigation and then... Once all the information is gathered, they'll provide more information. That's it. Which usually Musk is more out there about his failures. Quote-unquote mm-hmm. failures. Mm-hmm. So that's one. What What do you think this is? Do you think this is a spy satellite on NK? Uh, I, I definitely think it's a spy satellite as to what it is. Um, there was another one. Uh, let me see here. Uh... I saw another one that was shot from California. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Or did they? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was that, that was just another small one. Nobody cares about that one, Anton. That one's just a regular flight now. We're kind of <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of uh, over the the day to day space six launches. Oh no! So there was another uh, shuttle that was like being used for like over a decade called mm-hmm. the X thirty seven. Yeah, it looks like a mini space shuttle unmanned and it was being used for like a good number of years tracking a Chinese the Chinese space station hmm. just just orbiting just orbiting earth trailing mm-hmm. the space station and its blind spot and nobody knew about it until it landed and, and the CIA said eh we're over it you guys can know about it now <laughs> it's cool it's kind of cool I mean if you look mm-hmm. if you google Boeing x37 it looks mm-hmm. like a like a drone you can buy it in like at a hobby shop Interesting. Uh, that's pretty funny. So I'm like, I can easily see this being like, oh, satellite's lost. And then a decade from there, like, remember that satellite we said we lost? We've been using it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, watch out for China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it is really cool that we're talking about space stuff because uh, last week I went to Kennedy Space Center and right. I was uh, able to check out some of the things that I haven't seen uh, the two times I was there last time. Um, before, they used to have this observation deck where you can actually go and look at this uh, uh, giant engine that they have where you can see uh, every single part that goes into uh, an engine that, that would shoot uh, the thrust uh, for the rockets. Oh, is it like the... the uh, I mean, the, the, I'm sure you know, but like the exploded model kind of thing? Where like yeah, all the parts yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So it, it, it's... An actual piece from one of the rockets, and um, 
it's basically an outdoor observation deck. So you can actually uh, go on that deck to look at um, uh, rocket launches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but however, uh, they took that all of those out, and right now it's just a naked-looking observation deck. Hmm. But it used to be a, an area where you can go walk up the observation deck and look at everything. But they don't do that anymore. Instead of going to that area, they have a bus that would take you out to the launching sites, which is really cool. I, I didn't really know that you they they, yeah. they were gonna do that. Um. Oh, they're they're gonna take you at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, the the tour is now that they take you all the way out to where the the launch sites are at. Mm. They never did that before. They would always like uh, put you at the observation deck, and that's the closest that you'll ever get to the uh, launch sites. But uh, these buses actually take you to. Um, it took us to the launch site of the Falcon Heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, SpaceX also got their own building right next to the uh, the launch site, so they basically build all of their rockets there, and then they would uh, transfer it out with like a vehicle. I wonder if part of it is like also schedule. Mm-hmm. Like if they're if they're preparing for a mission or they're on standby for a mission, they won't allow people to get that close to the launch site. Yeah, of course. I, I think that's like you just like you just happen to time it perfectly. Yeah, just happen to time it perfectly. But the thing about the Cape Canaveral is they have a lot of launch sites. So mm-hmm. um, the one that they were launching Project Zuma, it was another um, area probably. Uh, about two three minutes away driving wise and that's where they were setting up the rocket that was shot uh, that day for zuma so i i didn't really see it Uh, it's too far to see but anyways um i saw their building and i guess spacex has a 20-year contract there and they have a total of three launch sites that they uh, leased out yeah, well, how many launches do they have? I think they have over like ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, there's there's one that's reserved for NASA. Uh, they're mm-hmm. still working on a project that was um, already approved, and it's the biggest, uh, the biggest rocket man ever made, and that's the one that they're working on, and I think that's the one that they're they're gonna send something really far away. The the BFR or the Project Orion? Uh, uh, I think Orion. Yes, Orion. Okay, I thought I thought Project Orion was canceled because okay, this happened the uh, probably two thousand six, two thousand nine that they started talking about it. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, it became so stupid because once they funded the project, mm-hmm. every, every senator that voted for it, they wanted the parts being made in their state. Yeah. And it became just a big mess of bureaucracy and like it the projects became more expensive because everybody wanted to get some of the money that was being funded to the project. So I thought they just canceled it. No, it's still going on. They're just having uh, a lot of difficulties trying to uh, get to the launch date that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um they kept on going between 2021 and 2023. So they're they're kind of going back and forth to when the exact date is, but they're 40% confident that they're able to reach the 2021 
launch date. Meanwhile, by that time, SpaceX will probably be attaching three BFRs together and launching them <laughs> to like the, to Pluto or something like that by that point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited that uh, I was able to uh, get near the building where they have the Tesla um, car on top of the, mounted on top of um, one of the rockets that's going to shoot off on the Falcon Heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think that I posted a picture, right? Like on yeah, screen. yep. That's going to be shot from here. Oh, lucky bastard. I, I want to see the BFR being launched from California. If, if if their Falcon 9 can make that much of a of a streak across the sky at, at like the sunset time, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what the hell the BFR is going to look like. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of cool that uh, uh, SpaceX got multiple uh, launch sites uh, across the country. So, well, yeah, depending on their need, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I didn't know that Vandenberg Air Force Base is one of them. Mm-hmm. But I guess it makes sense because a lot of, like, I think J- that's the one that JPL uses since they're in Pasadena. Yeah. Okay. So there's one more conspiracy. Okay. This happened just last, yesterday. Uh, I woke up to this, like, to new this report yesterday about the missile threat to Hawaii. Did you see the, the Twitter? It was, the Twitter was going crazy over it. Yeah. It, human error that's what they're saying so the response from the military says it was a mistake made oh, I'm going to say uh, let me just give a quick overview uh, people in Hawaii were woken up in the early morning I think middle of the night by the emergency alert system on their phones saying imminent attack oh, actually I pulled up on Instagram go to our Instagram page to check out the, the notice uh, okay, so it says, emergency alert, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii, seek immediate shelter, this is not a drill. So everybody's freaking out, some, there's some videos like like really disturbing, that like one woman, she was I think like FaceTiming or live streaming on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like her phone starts going off, and she just like looks at her camera going like, is this for real guys? Guys, are you getting this? What the hell is going on? What the hell do we do? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, thanks for the alert, but what the hell do we do? <laughs> um, yeah, so this was the Air Force, or not the Air Force, but the military said, it was a mistake made during a standard procedure at the changeover of a shift. An employee pushed the wrong button. I didn't even know that there was a button that was so sensitive. That's the thing. I I, <laughs> I would think like that, that the emergency alert button would be a little bit more... Not complicated, but it required a little more check checkpoints to se- to send it out. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know just pressing the F three key by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, my conspiracy is: what if there was a missile launch? I don't know. Uh, it would be very well. They a lot of the locals said that if there was a launch that morning then there would have been some sirens going off, at least, you know? Depends how close, how, how far away. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but my thing is, what if... What if these, the, uh, these sirens are loud. They they go for oh, yeah. miles. Yeah, the, the, so. air, the air raid sirens, the ones like the... I mean, London used, used during World War II. Yeah. I wonder if California, like Los Angeles still has them. Yeah. Because Los Angeles, Los Angeles used to have them. I'm pretty sure that they, they still have these... Uh, 
these sirens everywhere all over California. I think that it's everywhere. There has to at least during the, the coastal areas or the ones that could be uh, vulnerable to immediate immediate attack or sneak mm-hmm. attack. Um, no, but my thing is, what if there was a missile launched? The Navy or the Air Force managed to destroy it mid-flight before it became a danger. But to prevent people from freaking out, they were like, oh, just kidding. Nothing wrong here. We're fine. I wonder who do you sue for that? <laughs> well, well, what do you mean? For the false alarm or for yeah, lying for false to alarm. Because here's the thing. I, I've seen videos on Reddit, you know, where... Uh, a family would open up a manhole and put their kids in there. Oh yeah, there was uh on on Twitter there was videos of like they said kids were coming out of the, like the 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 sewer drainage systems. Mm-hmm. Like kids were coming out of there because I guess like the parents put the kids in the small in the small pipes to hide them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It was. It was it's really sad, dude. There was a. I actually took some snapshots of like the, some of the Twitter responses because I couldn't. I don't know how to save Twitter videos. <laughs> I mean, like, to download them. Oh. Uh, there is one that says, uh, they had 10 minutes to live, so they used it well. They dressed, they packed up some water and their me- medications, mm-hmm. sent I love you texts to bewildered family back home in Hamilton and Bradford. They hugged each other and drank two shots of vodka. Uh, then they waited for the ballistic missile to hit. Wait, are these Russians? No, they're Canadians. Oh. This is an amazing story about how some Canadians responded to the missile missile scare. Which is true. Like that's what I'm saying earlier. Like, what would you do if you were in that moment? Would I you know. like run? Would you run like crazy? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Or no, you'd be like, no. Well, I, I would go to the grocery store first thing. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Are, am I in? Am I in Hawaii you, or am I like, in states? Just you. You just got the emergency alert on your uh-huh. phone uh-huh. saying that a missile is coming towards your city or county. In Hawaii or or doesn't Orlando? matter. In Florida, Florida okay. is a target also. So. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess the first thing I would do is uh, I would uh, uh, call my mom, of course, call my yeah. parents, and then uh, I would uh, go to the grocery store, grab a couple beers, and then go home and just said uh, wait it out. You got to think too. It, 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 okay, in case of a natural incoming natural disaster. Mm-hmm. It's easy to predict that the, the grocery stores or any, like, anywhere that has supplies would be insanely slammed. But in case of a missile threat, I would think that people would stay inside. So I wonder if the grocery stores would just be unmanned. Like, the people that are working there just said, F it, I'm out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they would just shut down. So you just walk in. Just leave. You'd walk in, look, go to the beer aisle, spend, like, five minutes looking at the same couple beers. And you're like, yeah, this one. Walk by, just drop ten bucks on the counter and walk out. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I got to go to the steaks area too, grab a couple of steaks and <laughs> come home and sous vide some of that stuff too. You're texting me, Alan, how long does it take a missile to get from, from Cuba to here? Do you think I have enough time to smoke something? I mean, smoke my meat. Sorry, not, not smoke something else. <laughs> uh, mushrooms? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was just weird. That That's just my thought. It's like the what if. Like what if, what if there's a way to kind of maintain... Um, kind of pol- political balance because if, mm-hmm. if if they announced that it was it was a uh, north korea that launched the missile and we just happened to destroy it which i've said before that mm-hmm. we, we could we could easily destroy one or a couple missiles coming towards our way our, yeah. our biggest threat is multiple missiles coming our way 
Yeah. Uh, my, and, my, and this my biggest is, problem would be, you know, the debris. Oh, the fallout? Like, the, like yeah. if it was a nuclear warhead? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to contaminate our our whole ecosystem on uh, wherever it explodes at, you know? Depends. Yeah. It, it really it depends. I mean, like, Japan, it was... Uh, the radiation was bad, but it only really affected parts of California and Japan because of, of the way the, the the current went. It pretty much Japan and California were kind of like the same current. Well, it just kills a bunch of fishes in the water and... Yeah. Mm, yeah, but again, that also depends on how how deep the radiation goes. But I don't. I, I think I think if they were able to destroy it, and there was some nuclear fallout, depending at what what altitude it was destroyed and where it was destroyed, mm-hmm. it might it might be easy to hide or to deny. You know what? I, I would just make a giant net and just shoot it up in the sky and. And uh, have uh, SpaceX rockets uh, shoot it into space. <laughs> uh, that's very Roadrunner-ish. Yeah. <laughs> does this, does the rocket have an Acme logo on the side? Not SpaceX. Uh, it, it, well, it's it's a SpaceX um, rocket, but it's sponsored by Acme. Okay, and as as the rocket catches the, the catches the missile, it just like puts a cartoonish arm out with a thumbs up at at you, and yeah. it just takes off. Like like how BB-8 does it. Oh, that's okay. If you yeah. put it that way, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with my Alex Jones rant. <laughs> okay. Those are conspiracies. Uh, quick news though. Uh, Hulu did announce that Runaways and Marvel Runaways mm-hmm. and Future Man have been renewed for season two. Nice. I'm a big fan of Future Man because of this man. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I think I started watching Marvel's Runaways this week because mm-hmm. I think last Friday was the last episode of the season. Yes, it was. So that that's all out. I'll I'll start binging. Okay, cool. And then uh, also I I forgot who it was, but one of the company is funding Animaniacs. Wait, what? Is yeah. it Animaniacs? Who's who's directing it? Is this that's Spielberg again, right? Uh, let me see here. I know. I think we talked. We touched on a while ago. The animatics was becoming back, but I don't yeah, think much information. After this it. this is more of a, a, a. Oh yeah, here we go. This is more recent news. Uh, Anim- animaniacs reboot lands two seasons straight to series to series at Hulu. Ooh, yeah. I thought Netflix would have gotten that one. Yeah, so Hulu uh, is uh, getting animaniacs. And uh, yes, I think Steven Spielberg will return as the executive producer of the series. That's fine. That's where he belongs. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> when, when it comes to cartoons, I really don't want him directing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a that's gonna get complicated because I think right now Netflix is still showing the old Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. So I wonder who's I wonder if they're gonna keep it or if they're gonna split it. I don't know, but there's gonna be a lot of changes to Hulu. Uh, in the upcoming months because of the whole uh, Disney buying Fox. Yeah. Um, that's going to get complicated. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Disney buying Fox. So, yeah, cause di- but also Disney wants to do their own their own app, right? Yeah, they, I think it's already, uh, it's called Movies Anywhere. Oh, so just the movies. 
Yeah, movies yeah. anywhere is uh, their service, but I I don't know exactly uh, how that's gonna play out with all of the other media's that they have. I think they'll work out a deal because uh, mm-hmm. Agents of Shield, which is a Disney, well Marvel owned by Disney, was taken off Netflix for a couple months, but it's back on there again. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'm sure Netflix will work out a deal, especially yeah. since Netflix just jacked up the price again. <laughs> they did. They were, I think that was like twelve ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. So I want I want my money's worth, my extra three bucks a month. Oh, and if you have Apple TV, you can watch Amazon Prime on there now too. Uh, it was starting like last week. Oh, I was uh yeah, I, I was just I was actually watching Amazon Prime earlier today, watching the the Grand Tour, catching up with the episodes. Oh yeah, I heard this season's very good. They they finally okay they got rid of their stupid gag about like the celebrities dying. They actually have celebrities on there now. Mm-hmm. But they're doing celebrity face offs, so they'll bring a, they'll bring two different actors, and they'll they represent their country. Yeah, uh, they're like Keith or Sutherland, uh, baseball players, uh, yeah, some like random, like rugby rugby players. Um, they also they're no longer traveling. They're, they're, they're more they're, stationary now. Yeah, they're still in their tent, like that giant tent thing, or whatever. But now it's actually like nearby their their, their real houses. Mm-hmm. And that's what they that's what they're saying. They're still shooting at different locations around the world, mm-hmm. but the stage and the set is all in the same location now. Which you gotta admit, dude, that that must have been very expensive the first the first season. Yeah. To travel with all that gear and all those people to set it up. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Anton. Anything else you want to talk about today? Nope, I think that's it. If you want to send us on a grand tour, Anton, how can I do that? <laughs> uh, they all can. Is right. All is right with the world now. <laughs> 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 they can go to our website at www.the2oc.com and uh, purchase some stickers, uh, purchase a t-shirt, and probably uh, uh, if you're interested in something like um, anything on Amazon, you can go to our website and click on the link, and it will give us a little kickback. Shoot. All right. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the2oc for each of those. Or you can send us some. You can send them some. An, eh. Or you can send us an email to mail at the two ocom Damn that seven point five percent alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Anton. Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. I am going to get my jerky off the dehydrator. For the two oc I'm Mount Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one, guys. Enjoy your holiday. MLK. Good.